You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family. A place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century stuff. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps High, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, brought to you Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Glad you could join us on this cool 13-degree morning. That's right. It is 13 degrees outside and more snow in the forecast. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Maybe three to six inches coming our way again. So, yeah. I haven't, I haven't even shoveled off the first six inches. So, get three more, three to six more on top of that. I'll now have six to 12 inches of snow to shovel. But anyway, uh, that's what is in the forecast. Kind of getting cooler tonight and... Uh, we'll look at the weather here and let you see what's really going on in our area. Uh, going to be a high of 39 today, which is going to thaw out a little bit. And maybe I can get all the snow removed off of my driveway by the end of the day. Uh, low tonight, 27. And then tomorrow, you can see we got that 3 to 6 inch snow from Thursday 9 p.m. to Saturday 11 a.m. So it's going to be over a few days there. 
and uh, winter weather advisory. And that's going to be from 7 p.m. Thursday to 7 a.m. Saturday. And then if you look at Friday, we got the snow. It comes in late Thursday night into Friday. And uh, that's where we're going to get the, the bulk of it is on Friday. And it's a winter weather advisory. And then there on Saturday, 17 degrees and snow on Saturday. And then there's Sunday, 25. So unless it does some major thawing and clearing before Sunday, it's looking like the snow's going to hinder our services. But we'll have to just wait and see. But look at there on Monday. Monday, 45. Tuesday, 48. Look there. Wednesday, 57. And Thursday, 59 degrees. Yeah, we're talking January, y'all. This ain't February. 59, and then on Friday, looks like 57. And then the temp starts going back down to about our normal uh, for January. So that's what's happening in our little corner of the world. Looking at our current radar, you can see, and I just want to explain something to you, what you're looking at. This right here is not what we're really worried about. Even though you say, well, that's right there on top of you. Yeah, but that's not what we're worried about. If you start uh, going out from uh, what we see, you see another system that is right, and I'll just point an arrow to it, right here. That system is going to come down into our area, and that's going to be the snowmaker. It came, and if I could draw this maybe freelance, um, then maybe I could do it. I don't know if I can or not. But it came in from the northwest, and then it came down, and it's going to come right across our area. So there you have it. That's what happened. And that's what's going on in our little portion of East Kentucky. So that's what we got to look forward to. Hope your weather's a little better and uh, hope you're having a good day. If you're in East Kentucky, stay inside this morning, 13 degrees outside and chilly, a little on the chilly side, but it's going to warm up and I just, it's just hard for me to believe it's going to get 59 degrees in January. But we'll have to see. You know, uh, somebody was talking about global warming, and they said, well, the reason we got all this bad cold weather and no snow is because of global warming. Then when it snowed, they said, well, the reason we're having this snow is because of global warming. Well, you can't have it both ways. It's either because of uh, what you think global warming is, that we got snow or we don't got snow, but you can't say both. That'd be like saying, well, today it might sunshine, it might be cloudy. Today it might rain, it might snow. Today it might be warm, it might be cold. I mean, when you have that type of, <laughs> that type of, uh, you know, trying to convince people you know what you're talking about, uh, either it will or it won't. <laughs> well, glad you could join us this morning, and uh, we got some announcements to make. The youth will be going to the Christian Community Center January the 26th, 6 p.m. through 8 p.m., and also Section 3 Rally Friday, February the 2nd, 7.30 p.m., Grayson United Pentecostal Church in Grayson, Kentucky. Men's meeting, first Monday of the month, February the 5th, 6 p.m. And then KYC is going to be this year, February the uh, 16th and 17th. That's Friday and Saturday. Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky. Speaker Josh Carson. Section 3 conference, February the 22nd and 23rd. And all ages for youth service are invited to come out, bring your friends, bring your family to CAC on Wednesdays. We didn't have a service last night, but uh, that was due to the weather, and we had an online service. So uh, if you got to be with us online last night, we hope it was a blessing to you. Also, we have some prayer requests we need to make mention of, and I will mention the last five of these. Remember Joy Briggs, Ruby Daniels, Danny Ratliff, Leona Guzlan-Little, Sheila Spartman, and we got one more added on, 
and that would be Debbie Ratliff. So let's remember all of these in prayer as they are going through their sicknesses. Some are in pain, and they just need a healing. If you have a prayer request you'd like to make known, there's several ways you can get it to us. You can call in at 606-282-4108, or you can email that to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for the Lord to bless the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today on this platform to gather with your people from all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way today, that you would just bless us as we have gathered here, that what we offer unto you in honor and praise will be received. And, Lord, I pray for your blessings to be upon each and every one that is watching, each and every one that is sick, each and every one that needs a touch. I pray, Lord, that you would put a hedge of protection around all of us, protect us from the pandemics, the plagues, and the pestilence. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for all of those on our prayer list. You know their needs, their situations, their circumstances. And, Lord, we cast them before you because we know that you care for us. Lord, thank you for being our healer, our help, and our hope, our Savior, and the one that takes care of our every needs. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, on this cold morning, we like to uh, get started with our uh, reading through the Word. Uh, we are reading in the Old Testament currently, and... Uh, so we got a got just a little hiccup there on that one, uh, but we are uh, reading through the Old Testament, and when we get to the end of the Old Testament, we're going to just jump right into the New Testament. So if you uh, stick around long enough, you can say that you've read through the entire Bible right here on CAC Daily ICAST, and uh, so we want to start with. Chapter 10, I think, is what we're on in First Chronicles, chapter 10. So here we go. Chapter 10. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines followed hard after Saul and after his sons, and the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Malchishua, the sons of Saul. And the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him, and he was wounded of the archers. Then said Saul to his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword, and thrust me through therewith, lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise on the sword and died. So Saul died, and his three sons, and all his house died together. And when all the men of Israel that were in the valley saw that they fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, then they forsook their cities and fled, and the Philistines came and dwelt in them. And it came to pass on the morrow, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his sons fallen in Mount Gilboa. And when they had stripped him, they took his head and his armor, and sent into the land of the Philistines round about to carry tidings unto their idols and to the people. And they put his armor in the house of their gods and fastened his head in the temple of Dagon. And when all Jabesh-Gilead heard all that the Philistines had done to Saul, they arose, all the valiant men, and took away the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons, and brought them to Jabesh, and buried their bones under the oak in Jabesh, and fasted seven days. So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it, and inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him, and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. Chapter And we'd like to uh, let you know that uh, that was chapter 10 of First Chronicles, if you're following along with us. And also, uh, we have our birthdays 
that we want to make mention of. And uh, we have just a couple that are uh, mentioning today. Bonnie Flannery, my my son, I want to say my old Sunday school teacher, but she is older, 76. But, uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to call her old. So she was my former Sunday school teacher. So happy birthday, Bonnie Flannery, and happy birthday, Katie Hinkle. And uh, so those are the two birthdays that we have today. If you want to celebrate your birthday or one of your family members' birthday, be sure to uh, either uh, the best way to do is to friend me on Facebook, and then that way you can put on there. Uh, whose birthday it is, and send it to me that way. Or you can email it. Of course, we always like to receive emails from all of our viewers. You can email that to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org and just write down the name and the date of the birthday that you want me to put on the list. And if it's in January, we'll get it in January and so on down through the year. So, I've got to go back and go through some of our uh, our members' birthdays and try to get make sure we get all those. So if you're a member of CAC and uh, you attend CAC, we want you to send us uh, your personal information. You can go online on our website at cornerstoneapostolic.org and fill it out there, or you can just email it to us, and uh, that way we'll have all of your birthday uh, information, mailing information, all that, so that we can, uh, you know, send you stuff from time to time, especially email, because this is the winter months. That's right. It is winter time, and we at CAC and PAC have this uh, understanding, and we started this back when we started the church because it became a, uh, a question of trying to get a hold of everybody to make sure that Everybody knew if we was canceling a service due to snow or not. And people would be calling, are we having service? Are we not having service? Some people would show up when we wouldn't have service. Some people wouldn't show up when we was having service. So we we had a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to figure out how can we remedy this problem. So I send out emails to everybody that I have email addresses for. So if you're not receiving emails from us, for our prayer requests or service cancellation, you need to send me your email uh, as soon as possible. I send out emails. I put it on the church sign. I put it on, uh, you know, WSAZ uh, announcements, uh, also WKYT announcements. Um, I put it, uh, let's see, I, I send it out. Uh, as I said, with emails. So we try our best and put it on the phone answering machine. But uh, the rule of thumb is if there is no school in Pike County due to weather, not just due to them taking a day off, but due to weather, then there's no church that night. So that's what happened last night. There was no school in Pike County uh, yesterday, no school in Pike County today, and I'm guessing no school tomorrow. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that officially, but with the snow coming in later tonight and tomorrow, I, I assume they will call school off. So, uh, whenever they call school off due to weather, we call church off. And the reason being, we don't want people out on ice. And and uh, here in East Kentucky, it's a little bit different than maybe. If you lived in, uh, say, uh, Indiana or lived in uh, maybe uh, Florida or somewhere, uh, where if uh, if it became a little uh, inclement weather that uh, you just uh, had the roads cleared because the four lanes and, and you didn't have to drive, you know, in these hills and mountains. But where we have to drive in these hills and mountains, well, we like to keep everybody safe. So our rule of thumb is... Everybody grab on to this. If there's no school in Pike County, there's no church that night. And if they call it off like they called it off today, we would not have had school, had church last night because it would have been too bad to get out late in the evening. So I just wanted to update everybody a little bit about our policies of winter weather. And um, 
I'm going to check to see on our on our web page. I usually have it uh, have it up. So uh, if something happens that uh, you know I keep it up year round, I hope I I did. But uh, sometimes uh, I take it down, especially the winter events. I take those down until winter time, and I don't see. Uh, the, uh, I don't see the winter schedule. So I'll have to put the winter schedule back up, uh, that lets you know what we do, uh, and how to make sure that you are not showing up for, for service in bad weather or missing service when the roads are clear. So that's what we do. Rule of thumb. Always say rule of thumb here in East Kentucky, no school in Pike County, no church that night. Well, we did have a good online service uh, last night, and we continued our studies in starting points for revival. And last night I thought was kind of uh, unique because uh, it was a study on the joy and privilege of attending church, and yet we didn't get to attend church last night. So Maybe that kind of let us know why it is such a joy to attend church when we have all of uh, that went on not being able to be in church because of the weather, that uh, now you realize what a joy and privilege it is to be in the house of the Lord. But uh, we had a good study last night. hope it was a blessing to you. You can go back on our archives and you can watch that. Well, let's see what we can come up with. Uh, we uh, like to ask people, do you have a minute? And of course, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to another 60 seconds with the pastor. Proverbs 18 and 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Have you ever had to run for shelter from a storm? Maybe a rainstorm was coming and you were outside doing yard work and you had to run inside and take shelter from the pouring rain. Well, we face many storms in our life, some natural and some spiritual, and both require shelter. Life is full of storms and we have a shelter that is strong. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. So let's find shelter in his name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC trivia question of the day. CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m on Mountain Top Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. What miraculously appeared on Gideon's fleece? What miraculously appeared on Gideon's fleece? 
All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. And yesterday's trivia question was this. Um, Well, I just messed it up and put it aside. In which book does God say that he hates divorce? In which book does God say that he hates divorce? And out of those that participated, it looks like that... 100% of you got it correct with the correct answer. That's found in the book of Malachi, chapter 2, verse 16. So 100% of you got it correct. And we'll give you another hand clap because after all, 100% of the people got it correct. Malachi 2, 16 in which book does God say that he hates divorce? I I thought that when I uh, did that um, that little um, particular question, I put one of the answers in there as uh, Matthew and as Romans. And I thought for sure I would stump some people because uh, them thinking, well, you know, it's uh, it's got to be in Matthew because... Jesus talks about things uh, like that, and then it's got to be, no, it's got to be in Romans uh, where Paul talks about things like that, or 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, and talks about the, the, how sin just, you know, destroys and things like that. But but no, nobody fell for it. Everybody got it right, so we give you a hand. It's in the book of Malachi, and if you want to read it for yourself, that's why, you know, you got to understand when you start serving the Lord, everything in your past is gone, forgiven. It's over. But everything from that moment on is what matters. So uh, when we, you know, talk and teach and and uh, preach against uh, certain things that the Bible preaches against and we talk about maybe divorce or things like that, it's not that we're trying to, Uh, make you feel bad for your past because your past is your past. We're just trying to help people that are now starting their life or getting ready to start their life with someone that they make right decisions. So uh, where does it say, in which book does God say that he hates divorce? That's in Malachi chapter 2 and verse number 16. And I think it'd be good if we just read that this morning just because uh, I think that, um, you know, when you start hearing it, um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So let's see what it says in Malachi 2.16. It says, For the Lord, the God of Israel, saith that he hateth putting away, for one covereth violence with his garments, saith the Lord, of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that ye deal not treacherously. I think that's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. So uh, there you got it. And there you've heard it. So that is Malachi 2 and verse number 16. Well, let's see if we can't do a little something else right here that we like to do about this time of the broadcast, and that is the Commonwealth Minute. It is brought to you by the Commonwealth Policy Center. Richard Nelson is the executive director. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Kentucky doesn't allow abortions, but according to a recent proposal in the state legislature, that could change. Senate Bill 99 proposes to allow exceptions for the abortion ban in Kentucky. 
Pro-life Kentuckians are opposed to this ban because it fails to recognize the personhood of the unborn child and it undermines pro-life laws. Sexual assault causes real trauma and real heartache, but we shouldn't determine if a child has a right to life based on their sex, race, parents, position in society, or how they were conceived. When it comes to who should live and who should die, a compassionate society doesn't include that as a choice, which is what Senate Bill 99 does. A just society prosecutes the purpose It protects innocent life and assists mothers on their path towards healing and wholeness. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute, and Richard Nelson is the executive director. Well, we're on episode number 10 of this year. This is the 18th day of 365 days. At the end of this year, we usually get about 200-plus episodes in at the end of this year as we celebrate our 11th anniversary right here at CAC Daily iCast. We will have over 2,300 episodes, so that's pretty astounding for a little old place like Phelps to be able to have a program that people listen to and have for the past 10 years working on number 11 now. Well, it is time for us to take our little break. And the reason we take a break is we got to clear up the lags so that we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives and people can watch them on their own time frame. So don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast as we bring you just a little bit of home Bible study, 21st century style. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday, and I'm telling you, it is 15 degrees outside, and uh, it's supposed to get more snow in the area, so just batten down the hatches and get that milk and bread I always joke and say, why Why did always people want to go and get milk and bread? Why not pop and Little Debbie cakes or why not bologna and cheese? Uh, it's always milk and bread. You go to the store and you can't find any of that. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's maybe just an East Kentucky thing. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we're glad that you've joined us. Hope you got your milk and bread. 
And we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, and we're studying in the book of Revelation, chapter 17. And in uh, today's study, we're going to start with verse number 9. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. And uh, I want to stop right there because I want us to go uh, to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be lesson 1142 of our study through the word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to gather on this platform to teach your word, to gather on this platform with your people from all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one today, that we will all take what we study and we will understand it. You will open up our understanding. You will give us the words to say so that we can rightly divide the word of truth and expound it fully. And Lord, we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, um, looking at uh, verse number nine, we begin to see, and here is the mind which hath wisdom. And uh, the ex explanation is being given of what John is seeing. Because remember when he saw the woman uh, that that was uh, clothed in scarlet and purple and decked out in in gold and all of this. He he uh, he just simply uh, wondered wondered at her, uh, and then the angel got his attention back and said, uh, "You know, why did you uh, wonder about this? And and why was it something that that was uh, you know in my uh, kind of just." Uh, uh, paraphrasing, why why did it get your attention so so much? Uh, I'm going to explain to you, uh, you know what this is. So this is where we're at in the explanation part of this, and uh, I want to uh, kind of give us uh, a little uh, background in in just what Revelation 17 uh, has brought us up to this point. Uh, we see the harlot riding a beast with seven heads. Seven heads are seven mountains. Seven heads are seven mountains. That's what verse number nine says. Now, when you look at seven mountains, you can also uh, call it seven kingdoms. Uh, five are fallen, uh, and and most people believe this is Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece had already dominated Israel, and one is Rome, a world power in John's day. The other is not yet come, the future worldwide power. So with this, the beast's ten horns or ten kingdoms are future to John. Um, because of the beast's nature will change drastically in the middle of the tribulation after his deadly wound is healed, uh, he can be said to be of the seven and uh, ruler of the revived Roman Empire and the eighth satanically possessed ruler during the last three and a half years. When John saw the apostasy of the false church after the rapture, he marveled. He marveled. His experience in the first century church was of a small 
powerless group under continual persecution by the Roman Empire. And I want to uh, kind of uh, let you know that now he was seeing things differently. He sees a rich, powerful, not the true church, but the apostate church, the false church, killing tribulation saints who reject her demonic doctrines. Now, when we explain it in that way, we know that Rome is going to be where this um, this empire rises back up. Seven hills has always been associated with Rome. So now we understand that um, Rome is going to be the place of this uh, Roman Empire being revived, the place of all this false religion. And I know that the world in which we live, um, one of the largest religions of our day is based in Rome. So what we have to do is we have to understand what is happening here in Revelation, how we can avoid falling into this trap. Because remember, when John was, uh, you know, uh, helping establish the churches and, and he saw a, a group of people that had no money. He saw a group of people that had no authority. He saw a group of people that was persecuted by the Romans. Uh, he saw all of that. And now he sees this, this false church. And, and that's why the angel explains this is not the true church. So that John doesn't look and say, oh, man, I wish we was like that. That's bound to be the true church. Look at all the influence they have. That's bound to be the true church. Look at all the money they have. It's bound to be the true church. Look how they're blessed. So what I want to do is turn all of that back to the focus of this one thing. Don't look at something or someone that is blessed with money, power, and authority as being blessed of God. Many times they may be doing evil things. That's why the church has got to remain the church. Am I saying we got to remain poor and all that? No. I'm just saying that we can't get wrapped up and say, oh, if a, if a church uh, has a building the, the size of a of a shopping mall, they must really be true. I'm going to go to that church. Beware of false religion in our day. Beware, I'm going to say it again, beware of false religion in our day. Now, I think about uh, this, and of course, when you look at Revelation and you see this seven heads or seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. Let you know that seven mountains is in reference to uh, Rome. Seven mountains, uh, you know, you can look at as seven kingdoms. Uh, and this woman, this false religion, rules, rules during that time. Now, when you start studying Revelation, a lot of types and shadows, a lot of symbolism, a lot of other things that you have to take into account. So when you look at this and you see that this false religion has power and authority, uh, power economically, power and authority religiously, and power and authority militarily. Now, all of that is under this rule of this uh, this what we see as a woman sitting on these seven mountains. Now, I want to bring this up and, and let you kind of just uh, study with us in verse 10. And there are seven kings. Five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet come. So keep that in mind. Five are fallen, one is, and one is yet to come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast 
that was and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. Um, you know, when we start seeing this uh, demonic, uh, false church uh, that's sitting uh, in the revived Roman Empire, it should make us keep our eyes on what's going on. And I tell people this all the time. It's not going to happen right here in East Kentucky. It's not going to happen right here in the U.S. It's going to happen in uh, other countries, the Middle East, uh, Europe, if you will. Uh, all of these uh, wars and conflicts that we hear about, you know, uh, what's going on against Israel right now and against the U.S. Uh, you know, they're talking about the Houthis. They're talking about uh, all these little proxy uh, uh, military units that are backed either by Iran or some other uh, country. Um, and they're all trying to stop and disrupt uh, the, uh, the flow of, of, of commerce, which affects our economy. Now, all of this is pushing toward the, the mark of the beast and the end time and all of this because of the simple fact that somebody's going to step up and say, I've got the answer. I've got, the, I've, I've got it solved. You know, uh, we can, we can uh, now have the economy, but you got to do it our way. You uh, can have power, but you got to sit under us. Uh, you can have a religion, but it's got to be our religion. Now, when when you say it in those ways, most of us that's serving the Lord right now understand I'm not going to serve uh, the some uh, country's religion. After all, uh, America was established because they wanted freedom from the king and they wanted freedom of religion. And that's why America was established. So, uh, I don't want to go back under some country's religion. You know, uh, the religion of the U.S., if you was to say, does the U.S. have a religion? It really doesn't have a religion. Uh, there's people in the U.S. that have religion. And what is our religion? It is, it is biblically based. It is following Jesus, believing Jesus is our Savior. And so it's biblically based. And therefore, we are serving the Lord as the early church did. And uh, with that said, uh, we are also living in a time of a lot of false religion, people that's not serving the Lord, people that's not following the Word of God. Uh, they've got their own idea of religion. They've got their own idea of what, um, you know, uh, church is. Um, a lot of churches have become nothing more than gathering places uh, just to socialize. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being social because we got to be friendly to have friends and we got to, you know, uh, be like the early church and, and uh, sometimes meet with people at their homes and meet people at church and uh, greet people in the streets and all these things. But church should never just be altogether a social place because if we make it a social place, the next thing you know, it's more about the social factor rather than the religious spiritual factor. Now I'm all for anything that will get people to church without compromising. I'm all for that. And, you know, if somebody can tell me how to how to get people uh, to come to church on a Sunday morning, uh, I, I'm all ears. But if you look at me and say, now, Pastor, if you'll quit preaching on Sunday morning and, and you'll open up a coffee bar and then you'll have uh, snacks uh, in the middle of service and then have a dinner after service, and that's, that's good enough because we'll just come and talk about how good God is and all this and it'll be fine then I'm going to have to say, no, I can't do that because you don't want to compromise to get a number because a number's not what you're after. You're after lost souls. 
We got to always remember that we're not after, Oh, I hope we reach 150. I hope we reach 200. Our goal is to reach lost souls. So getting back to our, our uh, lesson today and our study today in verse number 12, it says in the 10 horns, which thou sawest are 10 Kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Now, again, does one hour mean 60 minutes? Uh, symbolism comes in here. You know, uh, we can look back and say that uh, a, a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. So, uh, you know, you could... You could say, okay, maybe it is 60 minutes. Maybe it is uh, a time frame of of uh, a certain amount of months or a certain amount of, of time. Uh, so you really can't look at that hour and, and definitive, definitively say uh, this is what it means. 60 minutes, uh, it could be... It could mean something else. So I just want to throw that in there. Remember, I always tell you uh, there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of types and shadows. And sometimes when it's clear, we'll say it. When it's not clear, we'll say it. And we'll try to just uh, leave it as it is written. So they have power uh, with the kings uh, as kings one hour with the beast. Now, uh, these have... And look at this. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. In other words, they come together in unity to support the beast, to support the agenda of the beast. So it's like all of these kings come together, and now they're saying, whatever you need, we're here to support you. Just And this has nothing to do with this, but I just want to bring it into a view uh, the United Nations. What is it? It's United Nations. Nations that have become united. And if if you attack one, uh, you know, then then uh, you attack all because we come to each other's aid and we're supposed to help each other. Um, that is kind of a gathering together, and the United Nations puts all of its authority and power. Uh, you know, all of these country and nations put all of its authority and power behind the UN. Now, this is kind of the way it's going to be with this situation. Now, will it be the UN? Will it be something like the UN? Um, a lot of people have speculated, um, but I will just say this. These kings are going to give their power and, and strength unto the beast. So that's not a question. These countries, these kings, these kingdoms are going to come together and they are going to unite because it says they have one mind and give their power and strength unto the beast. That's pretty easily understood, isn't it? So with that, they, they what, what do they want to do? Well, the bottom line is they want to make war with the Lamb. With Jesus. That's right. That's the whole purpose. Remember, Revelation is not about future events. It's about the power of Jesus and who Jesus is. So with that said, these shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. Why? Because he is Lord of lords and King of kings. You can't defeat Jesus. The devil's been trying to do that. From the beginning, he tried to overthrow in heaven the throne. And he's still trying to overthrow the throne. So, yeah, he's going to convince some people to support him. He's going to convince some people to bind together with him and, and, and convince them we can defeat this Jesus. But you know what? The lamb overcomes them. That's right. The lamb overcomes them. There's no way they're going to defeat Jesus. Jesus has never been defeated. He will never be defeated. He is king of kings 
and Lord of Lords. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Oh, church, what a day that will be when we see the victory, when we see the victory uh, called, chosen, and faithful with the King of kings and the Lord of lords, defeating this false religion, finally putting it down, this false economy, this false religion, this false, um, you know, uh, uh, I guess you could look at, at military power. And you know, if we can see and open our eyes today, we're seeing the pieces of the puzzle being put in place of this very thing coming to pass. We're seeing the pieces of the puzzle. I want to close with that, and that is uh, verse number 14. So we will pick up with verse number 15 tomorrow. But I want to just kind of close with this understanding. Jesus will never be defeated, and those that are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. We've been called. We've been chosen. Let's be faithful. Let's be faithful unto the Lord because he never loses a battle. He'll never be overcome. The church will never be defeated. That's right. Oh, there's been martyrs and there's been persecution and all of that, but the church will triumph. Keep that in mind. And with that said, I want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer and closing today and just ask the Lord to bless us to always be faithful, faithful to him, because after all, this day is going to be a reality one day. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. I thank you for the study of your word. I pray that I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. If I misquoted, misrepresented in any way, forgive me, Lord. I know you're going to be triumphant over everything because you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Lord, I pray that you would bless us to be faithful. Bless your people to be faithful today. Help them to understand that if we keep following you and don't get our eyes on the world, no matter how flashy it gets, no matter how big a church may seem, if it's false religion, help us to speak against it and to keep our eyes on you. Lord, I love you and I thank you for truth. I thank you for understanding who you are. I thank you for the revelation of who you are. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. enjoyed the teaching session today. I've enjoyed bringing it to you on this Thursday and it has, uh, it, it is getting real in the book of revelation. It's getting real seeing how that, uh, in, in the last days, uh, all of this is coming together and we can see, and if you will look at the political system and look at the, uh, economy, and also look at the religious system of our day. You can see all of those coming together. And that's a dangerous combination. Because remember, the church was never intertwined with the government. The church was never intertwined with money and all of that. The church was out to reach the lost, the hurting, the backslider telling people about Jesus. So we have to be about our father's business. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running. What miraculous, uh, what miraculously appeared on Gideon's fleece? 
All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. Everybody have a great day. Stay inside. Stay warm because it is currently 17 degrees here in East Kentucky. Have a great day because we are OUT. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.